everyone, you're back listening to Fences and Splinters. It's me, Alia. Me, Montana. And me, Dina. Hi, guys. We're back. How are you both? I'm fine. I like nothing. Nothing's happened, so I'm just fine. I'm happy. Woo! I just feel. I'm just happy. Yeah, I'm just. I'm in a. I mean, I'm in a very like grateful mood. That's how mm. I've been feeling. So yeah, that's how I'm. I'm feeling right about now. What about you lot. I'm up. Is it this week? I've been feeling a bit odd. I've been feeling like people's children at the nursery need to be punched. But you know, they've been wild this week. My throat's been sore, and I've just been, not been having it. I've been sleeping, but. I feel better now that I've slept the whole day away. So I guess all I needed to do was just sleep and not punch people's children. I didn't punch anybody's child, by the way. I beg you don't. <laughs> I was about to say. Jesus. I should though. They bite me. They always bite me. They, they bite like, you. They like me. But what, one of the children, oh, she needs to get drapes. I don't know what their names are. I don't know what their names are and I can't pronounce them. But she, she needs to be drapes. She are does. they little? How old they're, are they? They're little, little people. But, um... The kindergarten is two to six. So she's in like the the five-year-old range. Okay. Four. Four-year-olds. Where they're talking. They're talking, isn't it? And they're I like four-year-olds. They Same. Funny. They usually got good personalities, isn't it? Mm, they're proper cheeky and mischievous. No, she screams yeah. and then bites. So no, she goodbye. needs to go. I bite her back. Exactly. Is she an animal? Is she an animal? <laughs> I bite her back. I did almost bite her back. Feel. I bite her back. No, you wasn't. Yes. I'd bite her back. Yes. <laughs> Don't bite nah, me. I'm talking as a child. As a child, this one bit me, I'll bite them back. No, as an adult. No, nah, as an adult, you will go to jail. No. You will go you to know, jail. <laughs> that reminds me, you know, remember when I had Sticky? Sticky is my cat. Well, my, my old rescue cat. I'm allergic to oh, cats. And Sticky was, oh, I don't know what he was doing, but Sticky went on a mad one and started biting me. So you know what I did? Bit him back. He didn't like he it. He didn't know. No, he didn't. That's he didn't I, like that, it. That, Yeah. That's the craziest thing. Like, you really just don't know who's like watching you watching. online. 
Yeah, mm. and that was not- so. Wait, did you did you see the other students during the chat? No, because they had oh. their cameras off. Oh, which okay. is fine. Yeah, um, yeah. We had like a funny question, which was just typical. What, what was it? So, like, my friend who I invited was talking about like her experience growing up in a Christian home and like finally identifying herself as a trans woman okay. and what the ballroom scene did to her. Um, that did did to her, but did for her. Mm-hmm. Um, what dance has done for her. And then he kind of like, after 45 minutes of somebody sharing their experience, she mentioned that you can't mix voguing with whacking because they they are just two completely different styles. And although they're part of the LGBT community, Mm -hmm. they serve their own communities differently. Mm -hmm. Um, And the whole point of keeping them separate is that you aren't allowing too many people to come in and just forget what the purpose of the ballroom scene was for queer yeah. people of color mm-hmm. so he heard all that and then was like but you know listening to you both it sounds like you're very deeply connected with the movement whereas for me it's just movement so wouldn't i just be able just to mix and match it and obviously evolution is all part of growing la, 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 la. and i was just like no that's what we just told you <laughs> we just told you no <laughs> we just <laughs> said no you can't no. do that no, and I found it so frustrating. And the word that was on the tip of my tongue was colonialism, colonialism, colonialism. Mm. And I had to just say it in there. And I was like, this to me is just a key example of colonialism. I was like, we need to remember that dance isn't just a westernized idea. It's mm. been in other cultures for centuries, yeah, be it for rituals, celebration, mm. like it's been there. Mm-hmm. So just respect the community that built those particular styles because mm-hmm. just to come in and mix and match it's not appropriate and mm-hmm. that's where you have appropriate that's why people call out cultural appropriation exactly. i was like look at adele with the bantu nuts people felt away because the people that originated the style feel like they can't wear it i was like do you not see how it's can a we tell them the actual real definition of cultural appropriation because it is misconstrued just like how the boy wanted to mix vogue and whacking it's mixed up and blend blend at the moment this um mm. and i'm tired of battling with the americans in the comments about the true definition <laughs> of, because we learned this at uni we had a whole module a whole year on it yeah so tell me if i'm wrong what i learned from my favorite teacher was that cultural appropriation is when you take someone's culture and you say it's your own so you kind of display it as your own and you don't give them props for it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's yeah. not that this person is wearing cane rows this person not of a culture that would wear cane rows is wearing cane rows it's that this person is wearing cane rows we're calling Kim it box and braid of so and braid but it was actually yeah. rose, box like. braid, isn't it? A boxer braid. Box she braid. Like yeah, she called it sutton outs. Yeah, but yeah, that's another. There was there's been a few braids she's been through. Yeah, a yeah. new invention, a new trend that you did not invent, and you're not giving props to the originators, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. I mean, it's a whole other discussion itself. Like, I still understand where people feel away about other people just. For example, going to a festival and putting a bindi on your forehead and it being okay because you're at a festival, it's but then okay. there are Asian women that are wha- like dismissed and like taking the mick out of for wearing a bit. Do you know what I mean? I understand those elements, but this boy didn't get it and he was just going back and forth basically with my friend about why he can't, back why he forth, preferred you know? just to do it. And I was just like, just respect it. Like, mm-hmm. I beg, just respect it. And I think this can just can translate to a lot of things. You may not understand it, yes. You may not be of that community, yes. But when they tell you this is what it feels like, the best thing you can do is respect it and that is it. Mm-hmm. Please don't mm. come back and argue back and forth and prove why it is. It just is 
what it is mm-hmm. and he just he, di- he didn't get it and it was just a shame that you know mm-hmm. she spent 45 minutes talking and he still didn't get it <laughs> it's fine it's one of them it's not fine but no it's not fine I think that's the thing with like with these conversations is that people are trying to they care about responding and getting the reason why they want to do what they want to do across too much over mm. the fact that they need to just listen to the person and realize that you know what this person doesn't feel comfortable with it and multiple other people within this culture and community. within this movement and community do not feel comfortable with this mm-hmm. so let me just accept that and listen to it yeah. do you know what I mean like, I think sometimes it's like you just need to just say you know what cool I get it I was doing this before but now mm. that I've heard you say that, okay, I'm going to change it up because I've it. realized it's not something that's right. And I was maybe I was doing it the wrong way. Yeah. What's annoying is as well, like, look at ballet. Who's ever turned around and go, we need to mix and blend ballet. Ballet is just yeah. it's dead now. It's been going. We, we all respect that. Mm. We, we all have to leave that. But it's typical. It's when it's people of color and dirt situations. It's like, oh, are you sure though? Yeah, we're very sure. Actually, yeah. we're very sure. And please it's just true. respect our um, requests that you don't mix and blend. We can mix and blend. That's what she was saying. We can because we hold, we hold that community together. But for people outside of it, it gets very blurred, and they forget what the purpose of a ballroom was for. Uh, mm, and then they start calling yeah. things dance hall fusion when it's just not. Ah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Or as my friend like, even said, she said, I've seen people come to a Vogue class one week and then the next week they're teaching choreography with that choreography they oh. learn actually from the Vogue class for say MTV Awards. Mm. It's a oh. problem. It mm. is a problem. So that's why we asked you not to mix and blend. Mm-hmm. We don't mix and blend because we don't want you taking it away and forgetting what the purpose was. Word. Like, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. But hey. This world, very mad, it's very mad, it's very mad. Maddest comments of the week. Listen, yeah, it's not even the usual maddest comments, but it is a very mad comment in the sense of the information that was relayed in this um, tweet, because I can't Mm. believe it. So the tweet says, didn't even realise MPs get a £25 per day food allowance. That's £125 per week, £1,300 per year per person and £845,000 per year for all MPs. That means 800k of our taxes go towards feeding MPs on 80k a year while children go hungry. If that doesn't wow. bother you, then you have a problem. Wow. Can we just get into those figures, please? <laughs> Wow. because like, listen like I said before when I was young I had 10 pound a week for my food right mm, these people are having 125 pound a week and also on Twitter they released the the bar menu for um the drinks in the houses of parliament and it's bare cheap it's very discounted so I'm thinking why do you need 125 pound a week for food please please why because they can that's ridiculous nobody like even when i've spoken to my brother about things and he's like when he was talking to me once and he was like yeah i've gone on i've started to bring food in from home because obviously i've been spending like i sometimes i'll spend like five pound a day on like food maximum five to eight pounds if it's if it's a big lunch Mm. tell me how 25 where do you get 25 pound a day like why do you need to spend that much money a day why do you need 25 pounds a day you don't the most i would think is that five it's really bad this is what happens when you have the opportunity i imagine that 
not everybody was spending, say, even £15 a day. But people will take the piss where they can. Mm-hmm. So if you know mm. that, they're just going to give you a little more, little more, little more. Two twos, you've got £25. You're buying three, four coffees. You're getting the, I don't know, elderflower drink instead of just the still water. Mm-hmm. Like, true. You're you're not doing up Pret-a-Manager. <laughs> you might be going to a, a young Emma Waitrose. Like, you're probably going for sit-down meals. Mm. This is how they got there. Mm-hmm. But what annoys me is why are we paying for that like mm-hmm. you have yeah. eighty thousand pounds of our money you do not need any more mm-hmm. the you allowance is a joke it's mm-hmm. a joke and in light of recent events in light of the fact that you're going to say nah to the suggestion that we be children over the half term it's mm. a disgrace like it's a it's, it's so disgusting like, i can't even speak i'm just like wow Wow. It's ridiculous. Wow. 1,300 per week per person. I swear that's more than what I got paid in my last job. <laughs> and that's per week. No. Wait a sec. Per person. Per year, babes. Per year. Per year. Per year. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong thing. I'm God. thinking to myself a week. That's even. Where are you going, Hakkasan? Like, where are you eating every day? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe where, are. <laughs> where are you eating? No, I think. Well, you know so what? <laughs> I'd be no. thankful it's not that because I was about to kick kick somebody's child and not one of these like over here. I was gonna just kick their child because why do you need that much money nobody, to spend? Nobody, nobody, nobody on this earth needs twenty five pound a day to eat. I'm so sorry. Every single day when you're at work, it's so shameful. It's so it, shameful. It's embarrassing. But like, I just think not, not embarrassed. I'm sat here thinking like that's what I was gonna say. I'm sat here thinking I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be so embarrassed with double Z's. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> Isn't embarrassed. It? Are you not embarrassed? Are you not embarrassed? Embarrassed. Because I'm on eighty thousand pounds and I'm still begging for a twenty five pound for food. Are you not embarrassed? Mm. It's rude. You can't feed children, and this is what gets me mad about this whole conversation. I didn't wake up and decide to be a five foot black girl born in a working class <laughs> family. Equally, you didn't, the MPs, because many of them are white males, you didn't pick that lifestyle. So just imagine by luck that you wasn't a white male mm. and which are born in the family that you were born when you could study at the likes of Epsom. You could be one of those kids. You could be one of those parents struggling to feed your children and to think that people that have the power whose whole purpose is to look out for the greater community, not just their own, not just the ones that look like them, speak like them, and you turn around and say no. Like, what? Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. And I think across this year, what it has taught me massively is that a lot of people lack empathy. So many people Mm. lack empathy and it's a disgrace. And sometimes, well, I used to say, oh, I'm too empathetic. Like I watch you send this, somebody dies and I'm bawling my eyes out. But I've actually learned that although it's a bit dramatic because I know it's fake, I wouldn't take away that quality. To be empathetic is an amazing thing because Mm -hmm, my God, it doesn't take me having to be in that situation to understand that you're hurting. And if I can do Mm. anything to relieve that or just understand that and sympathize with that it's a beautiful thing the way these men can hear this information and still be like no no in a pandemic it's just mind-blowing it's it's a disgrace i think i can see why guy Fawkes tried to take the whole place down put it like that i'll be with him i had a place down no you're out of order 
and I'm going to celebrate fireworks just for him this year because I understand now. I feel like it really just shows privilege. And do you know what's really weird? A bit unrelatable, but going it. You know me. I always have to have my um, pop culture references. Mm. Um, I was watching something. I was talking to my friend the other yesterday about Kim Kardashian, and she was saying how she didn't like her back in the day, but she actually likes her now because she felt like back yeah. in the day she actually did not care. She didn't care mm. about anything. She was living her life, you know, that they had the tennis court when they were young, like they've been in money, and she felt like she was very like that. And I saw in an interview, Kim said she was she just didn't really feel anything. And the reason why she got into the prison reform thing was because she saw that someone. I think it was the fact that somebody had a. Uh, um, Charles Manson and someone who was arrested for possession of weed, that woman yeah, yeah. that she got out, had the same yeah. life sentence and she could not believe it. Mm. And that's yeah, why I she started to feel... yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And that, <laughs> that's, that's my thing for later, so don't talk, don't talk yet. Um, she, <laughs> and, she, and she literally had... She was like, what? She couldn't believe it. And I feel like, I don't know what happened. Maybe she got kids or maybe just even maybe she the fact that she had a, a black husband. I don't know. Like, little things. And you have those conversations mm. now because I know for a fact Kanye is definitely speaking in that house about yeah. what's going on. Like, he even though mm. Kanye is um, the way he is, he's definitely educating her on what people are going through and how things are different for black people because he does that anyway. Um, yeah. You know, George Bush doesn't care about black people. You remember that. So we know Kanye is that was... Or does that right so you saw that she gained that empathy but she was from a very privileged background and she never used the business and what I feel mm. like the MPs they don't have that there's no bridge there's no person that they're around that they can be like raw hold on a second this is I, I've actually seen like this is so crazy that you've been through this and and even though I didn't grow up like that I can now empathize with you and be like raw this is insane. And now I can go on and help people in my constituency and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, they don't they business. They go around schools, though. But they don't business. This is the thing I'm saying. They go around schools. They meet with people in their constituency. They choose not to yeah. care. They still yeah. choose not to empathise. So yeah, yeah. I hear you about, like, Kim. I, I 100% agree. The early Kim, I just I thought, what, same, what same. for like what for same. really what's um, your point and there are still elements of her and her family i'm just i don't i'm not happy with but what she's doing now is amazing, amazing. Sorry, yeah. yeah but yeah these mps don't care like they have people who aren't just white in their constituency they have people who aren't of middle class backgrounds more often in their constituency and to not care is bizarre but i'd also say that i think often white British working class people sometimes fail to see the bad that can be perpetrated against working class areas because they're so concerned with how um, other races are being like, integrated into communities. So I think in some cases, mm. and of course this isn't for all, I think some working class people who are white would rather cut off their nose and spite their face and go with the likes of a conservative party who really do nothing for them as a working class family. But because they say the right things like immigration, because they say keep them out, because they do all these things which ultimately hold back people, yeah, of other races, they'll go with that. They'll run to the mountains. Even if it means they're getting hung last, they're getting hung last. It's like, well, they'll hang the coloured people first. So yeah, let them do that. And then, you know, mm. we'll be we'll, we'll be all right. And it's it's insane. Like, have a bit of empathy. Take away the fact that they're black or brown or they're not Christian. Whatever it is that makes you different from them, take that away and look at what they're doing. Mm. This government is doing nothing for you. They're doing mm. nothing. You're outside clapping on a Thursday afternoon. And then when they had the opportunity <laughs> to pay nurses, they said, nah. But nah. they gave MPs a raise. But because they're keeping our immigrants, we're going to keep... What for? 
like what for it's Racism so strong in it so weird it's so weird to me it's so weird imagine a world with empathy imagine if all these people higher ups if just everybody on the planet had empathy imagine how different the world would be and just specifically with politicians imagine if that um, there wouldn't be a need for all of these parties there wouldn't be a need because everybody would kind of understand everyone and just like Dina said earlier about listening to understand and not to respond they're not listening to understand so having people of color or however you want to say in the political party sometimes there's not a good representation of us there but when we are there they don't listen or they're hearing, but they're not listening to understand. So when yep. they learn to listen to understand, then maybe they'll have empathy. But right now, they're not doing that. It's just me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. Imagine if it was your child, though, starving. But they would never imagine that they get lunch money themselves. They constantly have a counter argument. Like, Isn't it? How oh, can you imagine that? I'd earn enough. Or I, the one I can't stand is, oh, well, if you can't afford kids, don't have, don't have them. them. There are many circumstances in true. which people have children. Also, why is the owner from the mother? Let's talk about that. Like, it takes two to damn well tango. takes yeah. two to damn well mm-hmm. jukey-jukey. And yeah. to have a child out of nowhere. I mean, it's not Mary. Yeah. So how about you get onto the fathers that are absent? How about we encourage men to be on um, contraception? Oh, yeah, why is it... Mm. Wasn't it men were introduced into contraception? Oh. was introduced to men, and they didn't want to take it. There's yeah. also plenty of women who came back and said they felt they weren't confident in men taking contraception pills of their own. Yeah. So... It's not fair to come up with this simple argument of don't have kids you can't afford. How about pay people enough that they can afford to have kids? Mm. Pay people enough that they can afford to just look after them themselves. Because there are people who have no children and are still struggling, living mm-hmm. paycheck to paycheck. It's embarrassing. Embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got £25 for lunch money. Are you okay? Nah. Lunch money. Nah, it's just, it's just, it's shocking. It's so, so shocking, like. I'm so embarrassed for this country. Like, I was never really for it anyway, I'm not going to lie. But th- this year has just shown me, you're just showing your asses. The West think they're best, but they're not. This country, nah, Great Britain, great trash. Because there's just, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> great trash. I'm so no, embarrassed. it's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> we shouldn't be in this predicament. There shouldn't be children starving. There shouldn't be people homeless. No. And this is what we do no. with taxpayers' money. Mm-hmm. I actually have a question. Was politics something that your like parents ever spoke to you about, or yeah, like discussed with you? No, I remember. Um, <laughs> you know what's mad? Do you know what's the maddest thing? In school, I did sociology and citizenship. Right? School. Oh, that's in good. school. In school. That's good. Um, not that I remember anything of it. The social citizenship oh. class I used to fall asleep in. The teacher was just he had a very soothing <laughs> voice, um, so I took that as my nap time. But. I like, you know, the whole conversation of, you know, like kids should be learn- learning about tax and things like that um, mm-hmm. when they're in schools and stuff. I also feel like politics should be brought in. And I definitely what, what I what I remember, I don't remember being taught anything. So as I've got older, you've kind of what it starts off with realistically is that for me, it was like whoever my parents were voting for, I'd be like, who are you voting for? OK, cool. Let me just dash the name on there. Like, I'm not even going to lie, like for, for the, a lot of the time. Well, when do you when can you vote 18? Right. So from. Yeah. For the last few years, well, for the first few years, I was very much like, mum and dad, who are you voting for? Okay, cool, I'll vote for them, blah, blah, blah. And then only, I mean, even now, it's like, it's only really in the last year or two where I've been like, okay, let me actually read about each party and see what mm. they're doing so that I can really choose for myself and decide. But yeah, I really wasn't, politics was definitely not something that I was in, like 
shown or taught or really spoke about. So we'll clarify, yeah. we, we think schools should teach politics. Oh, we can def- oh, absolutely. definitely. Definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, so some people think that it should be things that, like, your parents discuss with you. And I'm like, absolutely no. not. If I'm honest, no. I think that's just shifting the blame. Because then it's biased. It's shift- yeah, it is biased. And I yeah. think it's shift- almost shifting the blame for people's um, ignorance, like, not knowing. It's like, oh, well, your no, I think, yeah. I'm sorry, if you can teach me about bloody pie, Pythagoras theory, and how to, how to um do, what is it, calculate angles in triangles and all kind of just nonsense that I, me in my own job anyway i do not use some mm-hmm. do obviously there are mm-hmm. jobs that use it but to not teach us something that is so important and will dictate the rest of our lives that like what government is in place and what laws are in place it's mind-blowing to me and i do think it's intentional there's not a single part of me that doesn't think it's not intentional yeah, i definitely. think it's an intentional reason what that they don't teach us at schools yeah 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 100 oh, okay. yeah 100 why do you think you weren't interested before because I was thinking it was because I never felt represented. But I wondered if that was the same for you too. Like, do you think? Mm, I don't think so. Because I think I weren't interested because to me, it's boring. Just about to say because that. Because I don't know. I don't know anything about yeah. it. I don't, I can't think about something that I don't, you know, like it's not in my vocabulary. So I can't, I can't think of what it is because it's it's just not in my vocabulary to think about politics mm-hmm. and it, and I feel very bad because it's it's so important yeah. anything that goes down in this country I can never complain because I've only ever voted once okay. in my big old adult life so and granted I haven't been in this country for a long time so keep that in mind too but for a, a majority of the time I haven't voted because I really don't know and it's up to me to do research but then I get overwhelmed because I'm just so confused that the, the information is not clear I'm bored the lingo is very jarring and anyway politicians are professional liars mm. <laughs> so who do I vote for the lesser evil who do yeah, I vote for is very tricky and I wish it was explained in school I wish it was explained in school because then I can ask questions I can't ask anyone questions no one knows yeah you only have to arch your parents really for me I just saw white men beefing with white with white hats on going <laughs> and I thought yeah that don't matter <laughs> okay, that's all I saw I just saw it on tv that is this thing because I watch the news a lot my parents always watch the news when I've been around mm. my grandparents the news has always been on and I just see to me I just saw a green room with white men <laughs> that's all I could see and I just thought I don't understand how like what you what is the purpose of you and I was just look at him and think you don't look like me so maybe it's not for me I genuinely thought oh like what mm. they do it isn't for people like me like I don't I just don't know and it's just like oh it's boring it's boring but it was just because I didn't understand because as I said I couldn't relate I couldn't there were, yeah. like, there were no faces like mine I don't remember seeing women like Theresa May, if I'm honest, is that like, other than like recent years, but that was like one of the first women I could think of related to politics. Like, why would I think there was anything for me there? Why would I? No one looks mm-hmm. like me. No one looks like me. There's Diane Abbott. Yeah, we um, yeah we know with this yeah. Diane. Abbott. But I think maybe in Birmingham, I just didn't know about her. Yeah. Maybe because I was in Birmingham, yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I just saw what I saw on TV, and there were white and male, and there weren't. Yeah, no one looked like me. And you have to look at our prime ministers as well, because maybe as a child, I could only really think of a prime minister. Yeah. To- was it Tony Blair? Tony Blair. David there Cameron. you are. David Cameron. Who's yeah. all white people? I'm thinking, oh, you don't know what I'm doing. You don't <laughs> You don't know about like little black communities. Why would you care? Like, yeah, it's 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 a shame. And I think recently I saw, oh God, I should I should have got a name. There's an MP in Coventry who made made an amazing speech about why voting against children having food over the half term 
is wrong because food for children shouldn't be a luxury luxury mm-hmm. and what was amazing yeah. was she spoke like me there wasn't that as i was saying oh, there wasn't any of that bravado like she just spoke and it was and it's so it sounds silly but just to be able to understand someone on a level like just their dialect to be on a level okay she's also yeah. black and she's female and that helps too but i think even in her mannerism there wasn't this air of I'm better or I'm mm. I'm above anybody else in this room speaking. It was just so refreshing. And yes, yeah, she just gave such a powerful speech. And I was like, yes, like it shouldn't be a luxury. It shouldn't be a luxury at all. And we certainly need more MPs like her who are re- representative of our country. They look like the person down the road, the person in the corner shop, the person in the supermarket, the person here, here, here. Because that room... It doesn't reflect that at all. It doesn't reflect it at all. And it's it's a shame. It's a shame. And I think that's why we don't feel as comfortable to engage with it or understand it mm. or feel like we can go to these people and actually get something that serves us because they don't even look like us. They don't talk mm. like us. Her name was Taiwo Owatemi. Yeah, she was the Labour MP for Coventry. And one thing I was going to say as well is I always just thought, I think I thought um, politics was grown folks' business. And I'm going to be completely honest with you for just for big people I didn't really think anything I I, and I also feel like it's like what is my like who cares about us like there's never been one that's like I really care about the young people except for what's his name Jeremy Corbyn he really was trying to get the young people vote you know what I'm saying he's the first one I was like oh okay I can see that he's actually trying to um be involved with young people I found it a bit gimmicky yeah it's like yeah if yeah you know it felt like it felt forced which is probably why he didn't get the vote but he was the only one that I really um um, saw that from everyone else I just thought oh yeah just for big people to be honest with you um, but what I was gonna you when you mentioned earlier the school thing um, it's actually insane when you think about the fact that we learn about um, Pythagoras theory algebra these things that only a small percentage of people in the country will ever use in their whole life if we compare it to the amount of people that are going to be affected by politics yeah this is why mm. it's insane that we don't learn this in school it actually doesn't make any sense it literally makes no sense. Yeah. In the literal sense, I know why we learn um, Pythagoras. We keep calling it a different name every single time. Pythagoras. Why? And, Wait, tell um, me why. It's about problem solving skills. Never so that's why it. we're learning for problem solving. I mean, there's other lessons. I, I don't even think I learned. I don't even think I did Pythagoras theory. If I'm going to be completely honest, it's probably like a set one thing. No, man, you learned it. I, yeah, I don't know. No, I did not. No, I think it's a bit more technical. Like, I'm sure people that do physics use it. But my point is, I'm not saying scrap it. I'm saying the likes of what taxes, insurance, mortgage, politics. These are all things that are useful. And we need to know. It's not fair that people can run up a ton of bills, a ton of debt, and have no clue that that's your credit score effed. Yeah. Why am I not learning that before? Like... And to the reliance on your family just to teach you is really mad because parents sometimes parents don't know themselves. Yeah, sometimes parents don't know themselves. Um, maybe someone doesn't even have their parents with them. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? There could be there's there's so yeah. many circumstances in which you cannot just rely on your family to teach you. So mm-hmm. to put me through an education system for so long and not teach me these things is wild. It's just mm. it's a joke. If I'm mm. honest, it's a joke. Back in the day, they did have classes for that. I can't remember what the name of the classes were. Maybe life skills or home skills. That ain't in every school. We got that late though, yeah. That is not in every school. Yeah, that is not in every school. No, no, when I say back in the day, I mean like 
our parents. Oh, not my mum and dad. I didn't have that. I did textiles. We did. We had textiles. Food I don't so. For what reason? For what reason? Food, food tech. Know. Food, food tech, tech, and I knew more than the teacher. <laughs> Why am I putting a thermometer in a piece of chicken? No, it's done when 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 the spirit tells me <laughs> that the food. When is, I cut it open and the blood is, is not running true, it's done. In it, and, and the top is all crispy. How are you going to tell me not to wash it? Yeah. <sighs> I know, no, anyway, I know. <laughs> besides the point. But anyway. The home skills or whatever it was called, that class was available back in the day. Life but skills, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> they scrapped it for home, us. Home skills. They scrapped it for us because we obviously don't have a life and we don't need life skills. Clearly. Apparently, it's mad. It's mad. We just need social media and memes. Wow. As in talking of social media, one thing that, although I'm always like, not always, but I think like many people, there are a lot of negatives to social media. This year has proven there are so many positives to. Um, to have social media too like I feel like what seemed like on the other side of the world now more than ever feels like on my doorstep and it's for me as a black person anyway Mm. I think the black community has been able to really become more connected become more just open conversations and let everybody know what's going on everywhere um unfortunately we've seen what's gone on in nigeria with the hashtag and sars and we've seen congo bleeding and i just think yeah. imagine if this was 10 say years ago i would never have had a clue absolutely not. i would never have had a clue i just wouldn't i wouldn't have known mm-hmm. and it's just really sad and I, again thinking about empathy i think imagine if i was a child out in nigeria or a teenager a young adult right now I, I can't even I can't even imagine going through this. I know we're just complaining about our government, but my point is, there's so much worse going on all around the globe. And what's sad so is, I'm, in both countries, it's young people that are suffering. Mm-hmm. That's what gets me. I'm like, in both instances, we're the ones that are going to suffer because mm-hmm. of people older, refusing who are meant to be wiser, but refusing to empathize, mm-hmm. refusing to put their egos to the sides. There are there's blood that has been spilt. People have lost their lives mm. for what? Mm-hmm. For what? It's been really, 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 really sad. I just wanted to know what you thought about. Well, that. for for anyone who maybe hasn't has had their head in their I don't know. In the maybe ditch yeah, maybe you just haven't and seen doesn't it. know yeah. and doesn't know what's going on. So SARS, if I'm, I think I want to get it pro- proper. So SARS is special anti robbery squad. There we go. In 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 um nigeria that has been created by the government and obviously they're supposed to you know do that but what they've been doing instead is robbing people killing people especially young people um and exploiting people and um the young people had had enough basically and had decided to you know peacefully protest and say that this is not right and it started like last week then there was a, i remember there was a protest in london about it and i remember on that day they were like oh the nigerian government had announced that they had stopped it they were like, yeah, we put the end to, to SARS. Then they opened up SWAT, basically exactly the same thing. And obviously the young people went back out again and were like, this is not right. This is not OK. Like, you're still continuing to do this. So they made everyone believe that they had stopped it, but they hadn't stopped it. Maybe Tuesday or Wednesday this week, there was a DJ in Nigeria who was live, thank God, on Instagram, Insta Live at the protest and basically documented that. The government had organised to shut off the lights and the CCTV at the bridge and had started shooting at peaceful protesters, wow. which obviously included... it was a, There was people there. there were, I've, I've seen pictures of an old man. Like, there's a lot of people who were protesting for this and people died and lost their lives that, that, that night and it was disgusting. And I feel like nobody 
expected that to happen it's it, apparently it's like the first go- nigerian government that has ever killed their own people like, in that way and it's it's absolutely insane i can't believe it's inhumane to think of it and when you start mm. to deep like because obviously there's been loads of people talking about um nigerian government and there's there's so much wrong it's very it's very corrupt basically yeah and there's a lot of um there's a lot of like it's very from what I've what I've seen is that in order for this to change, they really need to rip out the whole government and start again. There's no way of removing mm. a president or a, a general or someone that you can't remove certain people and this be okay because it seems that everyone just hires their buddy and their buddy is in, is involved in the um the corruption the corruption thank you so it needs Mm. to completely be ripped out and it also seems like you know nigerian culture is very um you respect your elders and i think the government i saw someone tweet about this and said the government generally thought that this the young people protesting was like a disrespectful thing like how dare you go against your government like that like i'm your old do you know what i mean like it was a disrespect thing as opposed to a a human rights thing so that that's another thing and it can't you can't run a government like that this is not we're not you can't be expecting that respect just because you're an elder person. If you're not right, you're not right. And um, mm. and I feel like that is like it's it's insane. And there has been so much love and support from it because you know, well, especially we're in London and there's a massive African community, Nigerian community here, and everyone's come together and has really like you mm. know um, been posting about it a lot and has been explaining what's going on. And like my heart is heavy, man. It's just it just makes me so sad to see what's going on and how people are losing their lives and and the the madness that is going on there but i know yeah if if they ever decide i mean if the the change will be if they just completely clear out the whole government and start again because there's so many prospects like yeah. there's so many people that could really run the country properly and that could make nigeria is a beautiful place like you know africa's the motherland at the end of the day and it should be really thriving it should really be leaps and bounds ahead of what it is but it's down to the government Mm. there's billionaires in this country and they're starving people and that's completely wrong they shouldn't be relying on help from western countries to feed their people when they could do that themselves really they could really help a lot more i think the west in terms of like when people look at africa i think when when i was taught at school africa it was almost like oh like they're the third world they can't eat they can't yeah. this they can't that and that is just not the case not. But i think the west has to take responsibility for the influence they have in not helping africa and african countries establish like better systems establish better governments and stuff like that because ultimately you were the ones that took yourself over there and messed up the ish in the first place yeah of course facts you're the ones that are messed up why their would system. they help? i know why we know why they don't want to help but i'm saying they absolutely they should it. they absolutely should oh, so absolutely. for example congo like people are dying right now for minerals to make phones all these technology but the international laws no one's gone in and said all right let's create a set system so this runs smoothly. They're allowing them to kill themselves. Mm. They're allowing them to do what they're doing. They're, they've allowed governments, like we've seen Nigeria, to do all this nonsense. Because, frankly, when you're a person of colour, when you're black, brown, they don't care. They don't care. And yeah. it, it's really, really sad that, you know, we've got people who look like us in Africa, say, in our government, and they're still not for your own people. I think that's what yeah. I found sad. Like, yeah. really sad, like, Absolutely. Over here, I'm screaming for someone to look like me, but not all skin folk is kin folk. And that's what I see when yes. I look at that government. It's like, raw, like that could be your daughter, that could be your son, and yeah. still you don't you're not able, you're, you don't want to listen, you don't want to do better for them. It, it's just heartbreaking. For the likelihood of the government actually being torn down and re-establishing itself, 
I don't even know. Really and it's so that's the that's the that's the saddest part for me. I'm just yeah. like, that is what it's gonna take. But will they get there? No, I don't even know. Mm. I don't even know. Just to make a point on that, let's not get this twisted. This is all because the reason why the government is even like this and the way that this has been going on for generations is because of the colonizers when they came into the countries they split them up you know um divide and conquer like this has always been this has been a thing from Mm -hmm. day this is the reason why it's so deep-rooted in us like if i get a chance to survive i'm gonna survive like this mentality is is there and it's been there for years because it was put do you know what i'm saying so it's it's very difficult and it's true i don't know if it if it will be able to change that the likeliness of the government being torn out and um redone is not gonna happen and i mean like there was even people asking for things to be signed to allow, you know, Western countries to come in and help. Is that? Do you remember? Oh, do you, oh, yeah. Do you yeah. And the people are like, no, we don't want to do that because it's been proven in history when that has happened before that that has not helped <laughs> and it has and it, and it won't help. And it will just they will just feel like they have control over things again. And it's not a good idea. Mm. Yeah, it's just difficult. And you don't really know the solution. Like you just pray that people eventually um, see that, have some conscience and, you know, like really just realise one day that this have a heart and just be like, shit, this is actually so bad. And my billion dollars mm. and my money and my nice yard is like, it's cool, but my, I'm supposed to be protecting my people at the end of the day. And like, I think people need to really realise mm-hmm. what, what a president and governor and what those roles really entail. And it's not just about making business deals with other countries. It's really about like making your country right. a better place for the people that live in it and the people that help you make your country what it is and building up the country the way that it should be built. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, one yeah. day I just hope that they realise that. I think people forget that they were humans first you're a person Uh, first uh and then you're I don't know a male and then you're a dad or and then you're a a president or a general you're human first so uplifting humans and making sure that the humans are okay that should come first because that is you when it comes down to the skeleton and the bones chemical makeup cells whatever you are a human first that's what you came into the planet as Uh but what do you guys think about celebrities you know supporting or people calling on celebrities to help from like other countries because you know there's been this big thing about um people calling out Beyonce to help and why hasn't Beyonce said anything um why hasn't this person said anything why hasn't this person said anything but they've used this this culture for the um this music video they've used this the benefit of this the benefit of our culture why they're not saying anything what do you think about um celebrities being called to help and speak up I know T- it was Tiwa Savage that called on Beyonce. Oh. I think she's within yeah. her right. I think she's within her right. Ultimately, because I understand sometimes people are like, oh, they're just celebrities. But I, again, I thought if I was in Nigeria as a young person and I've seen this international star come over, do so much, propel our country, visibility, our culture, and then something so devastating happens and there's radio silence, I would absolutely feel a way. I think to not understand why they would call upon them, if I'm honest, comes from a place of privilege because it's not going on in my city. It's not going on in my home, on my front door. I think she's within her right to call her out. Yeah, like we've seen Black is King. We've seen everything she's been doing. To hear nothing, I think, for so long, because this started 7th of October. So it's been a while people have been protesting, protesting, protesting. It's just got more and more violent. It's just got more and more serious. We haven't found a resolution. So you would you would think that by now there'd be something. I feel you like we, we all spoke about this and then I went and saw her mum's Insta post and her mum was basically doing the whole thing of you don't know what's going on in people's lives. She's been helping behind the scenes. Also, her publicist released a statement 
very weird saying like people work in silence not everything's for social media then her mum came online as I said and was saying how they've been going through something at home but she has been doing stuff behind the scenes and then eventually Beyonce did her statement on Instagram for me at this point if something's happening in your life of course I understand like people go through things and it's very difficult and she may have not seen what was going on but this is the reason why you have a team we know she has a team and your team's responsibility is to handle business when you are not able to right Jeff Bezos mm. I was saying like a madness could be happening in his, in his life Amazon is not going to shut down because he's got a massive team around him that can make sure stuff's going on do you know what I'm saying this part of Beyonce's job is her brand she's a brand this is not about Beyonce the person this is her brand and her job right at this point so once you've gone into Africa and you've you found these artists and you've used these artists and um you know you've helped them you've given them a platform whatnot you're also now you're a part of your people now expecting you to like support Africa right because you're this is what it seems like you're supporting Africa so that means you're supporting Africa in every sense and every in things that go on the same way you're in America and you suppose about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor it's the same people are going to kind of expect that from you unfortunately that's what comes with the role that comes with the job so I feel like her team could have in my eyes if anything even it sounds like the same team would that was working behind the scenes could have been the same team that was making a statement for her to release, to bring awareness to it exactly when it was happening. Do you know what I mean? It's not, we all know that it's not Beyonce sitting there making those statements anyways, that posting it online anyway. So I know this, that's my take on it anyway. I understand that people go through things in life and I think it's very unfortunate, but I feel like the team Incident. definitely could have handled it. Absolutely. Yeah, man, the team. Nah, man, they could have handled that for her. Real talk. I partially disagree. Yeah. I agree that the team could have stepped in um, all of that, a lot of what you're saying. But I also think that we can't keep seeing these celebrities as saviors. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, like, I feel like they feel like she's some... I know we call her Queen Bee and whatnot, but she's she's yeah, not a queen. And <laughs> she's a human, man. Yeah. yeah, she's a human first. Like I said before, she's a human first. Yeah. I know she's using African culture, but I don't feel like she's obligated to say anything because even when we had the, the Black Lives Matter protests going on, I am black, but I... I couldn't post anything like it hurt me too deep. And I know she's probably not feeling the same way that she's hurt and stuff like that. But we can't keep looking for people, for these celebrities as our saviors. We can't just because they've got money or they sing well. Yeah. It's not always their calling or their purpose. Like, I don't know if I'm getting my point across you are, very you well. Are, you are. And then also like what she's saying behind the scenes, sometimes in order to structure it well or structure what she wants to say well, Sometimes you gotta do more research. Like she said, she was doing research, yeah. or some, or even she maybe haven't hasn't even heard about it because I only saw it this week. Okay, and they've been censoring posts and stuff like that. So I've only seen it this week, and I know she's got a team, mm. but I have only seen it this week, so I didn't know it was going on either. Mm. On the other hand, she does have a huge platform. Anything mm. Beyonce says to go do, everybody goes and does it. Mm -hmm. So I I definitely understand why she was in particular was called out to say something um, because she has a lot of things to say. But at the same time, what can Beyonce do? What can she do? She's not in the government. What can she do? She's not in politics. All she can do is send money. And that's what she did. She sent, um, she, she was working on emergency food and um, what else, shelter. Yeah. And then people complained. They were like, we're not hungry. So what did you want her to do? You called her out to set do. Okay, then be specific in what you want because she she's not there. She doesn't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is the thing. She's not there. I feel like celebrities 
we need to realize they're not politicians as well so i understand what you're saying there in terms of what she can do she can't she can't change the law obviously but she like what she done i think donating is is fine but i feel like in some and this is another this is where i'm on you know me on, i'm on the other side as well this is not on the fence or not but it kind of feels like that because you're damned mm. if you do you're damned if you don't like it's actually so you can't please mm. people sometimes you know what i mean like you come out and say something and it's wrong you don't say something it's wrong you do something to help it's not enough you don't do anything you ain't done mm. it's like it's very difficult to please people you know i think it's very very hard to yeah i agree it's very hard yeah i completely hear what you're saying i think one thing to remember is although of course like no one is obligated to speak out for us as like normal civilians quote unquote we can't forget the influence that they can have we mentioned Mm. kim kardashian earlier and another great person to mention is marcus rashford now he came out he spoke out about um spoke out about the government not offering free school meals to the children over the six weeks holiday and they took a u-turn on the decision um so ultimately things can be done when people in like influential positions with money do speak out do you know what I mean yeah I've been seeing it everywhere and I just think it's just so great that he took the initiative to do it himself um I don't think people called upon him and he saw that there was a problem people weren't solving it and he took to action but the way this is different from Beyonce is that he could actually solve the problem SARS is very much a a political issue that Beyonce can't do much about whereas this situation is more doable and it's such a shame that he's had to do his job um be a footballer and also be kind of a, a politician in a way um, and reach out to people, call out to people to try and fund free meals. Like It's absolutely ridiculous. And I, and I can't oh. believe that mm. um, politicians are okay with just not doing their job at all. It's, it's just ridiculous, but it's such a, an amazing thing that he's done. And I know that people in Birmingham that aren't on the list mm-hmm. of places that he's put on the list, they're doing their own things. He's encouraged everyone to do amazing things. And it's just great what we can do when we come together. So big up to Mark and Rashford. So if you were the prime minister and you could name your own constituency, what would you call it and why? (laughs) So you had your own town. What would you call it? Oh, I'll call it Gaza forever. (laughs) As one barn and it's one barn. Dina? Maybe Woyoy. All I know is in your constituency, <laughs> they'd be loud. Loud, okay, yeah. Go volume on. 10. But yeah. the volume 10. <laughs> maybe on 10. <laughs> and on 10, can... I like that. On 10, yeah, that's different. Oh, yeah, it's a bit like on Thames, but on 10. <laughs> I would never um, visit, though. I would, visit. I would, but I'd have to bring earplugs. <laughs> you know where the vibes oh, are at. Noise cancelling headphones. You know where the vibes are at. I know, I've come for a good party. Yeah. And if you were to introduce two new laws, what would they be? I don't know what the old laws are. No, like <laughs> things that are not laws now that no, you can't just speak. Should be yeah. legal. Yeah. yeah. Um, Your Prime Minister, what are you bringing in? Two new laws. Um... Do you know do you wanna... This is tricky. No, do you know what I was going <sighs> to say? One thing, yeah. and I've... And I've... <laughs> I'm like, in one thing that I'm known for, like in my house, everyone's like, you're a nudist. Like, I feel like, and I, 
Like, I feel like <laughs> clothes sometimes just ir- irritating, like thinking of things to wear. But this would, my place would need to be hot. I just feel like if we was all just like caping back in the day, and it was just like no clothes and thing. Like, okay. just like, just nudes. Everyone just comfortable in their, You're in a their. Nudist. Yeah, a nudist. Like, oh, I've always dreamt of going to a nudist beach and just laying and just chilling. I don't know why. Me too, me too. Yeah, this is just my vibe. Anyway, so that would be one. Two. <laughs> My second, what what was it? What's a lot like something? Another law, yes. Another so one law. law you're saying you want to um, like encourage nudity, and then your second law <laughs> encourage nudity. Uh, <laughs> the second law would be oh, maybe it would be that um, I don't know something to do with like homes, uh, something to do with being able to get a home quicker. I don't know how. I don't know what the yeah, law would be. Oh, I don't yeah. know if it would be like oh, everyone's just given a home when they're a certain age. Like for instance, yeah, I think it might be something like if you're if you you pay a certain amount of tax like then that bracket so whatever tax bracket you're in you will get a specific home but no home is going to be shit anyway like it'll never be a bad home mm. but some people the more the more you make the the bigger the house you can get but it's always like but it's within the means of what you make in but it would never be like oh a terrible home and if you need to upgrade you can get a big one if you have more kids and stuff but it'll be something to do with like making sure that everybody has a nice home i just feel like that's mm. it yeah quite important so, Montana, you've had time now. What can we get from you as our Prime Minister? Uh, I had time to think and I didn't think of anything. Uh, you can get absolute foolishness from me. <laughs> um, Don't give it to us. <laughs> uh, firstly, we're going to have Unicorn Fridays. Okay, what is that? And Unicorn Fridays like is where, where you just party in the street. <gasps> Oh my god, sorry. Like, oh, damn right, it. That's right, what I was about right, right. to say, like, we have a street party every right. week. That's you know, oh my god, I'm coming over. Just something joyous, something to make you feel good before your weekend. Yes, before, yeah. before the weekend yeah. comes. Kids, everyone, old people, everyone's invo- in, invited to this unicorn party. That's and it. I say unicorn because it, inv- it involves everyone, whatever you're, you're mm. trans, you're black, white, Asian, everyone. Yes. Because if we all mingle with each other, then we're more likely to have empathy with each other because mm. we're all, you know, mixed, mix up and blend, blend. So that's our word. Um, of the day. And then. <laughs> love it <laughs> empathy yeah empathy. um and then my next rule hmm hmm uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know what my next give you a minute yeah come i've back. got more you know i've got one more can i just give right, you all right all right let please okay, before you go, go she said two i'm gonna give one time you're not one. even following the rules no but i'm giving you okay, one, give me one that yeah, i feel yeah. like would go hand in hand i feel like the work week should be four days and you get a four um you get a that was mine because when you're turning up not in it because when you're turning up i need days to recover that was mine that was mine because <laughs> my week was gonna be a three-day week like okay. A three day week. A three day week. <laughs> like life's the limit. Let me live, bro. Like let yeah. me live work for three days. <laughs> bang out a ten hour shift. Three days, and then boom, we party, party after party. It's <laughs> true, you know. You're not right. <laughs> also, my other law would be that everybody gets a grant to travel because people that oh, haven't yeah. travelled and left their country, oh. excluding people in London, and I know this might sound mad, but basically when I meet people back home in Birmingham that haven't moved out of Birmingham, I'm just like, you need to get out, you know? Like, yeah. you are like, being over random nonsense. Definitely. You're, like, acting foolish when we're looking at menus. Like, you just need to... Like, I met my friend, and it's no shade to him, but he was just... Mm. I, mean, I was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, you need to get out of the hood. Like, you really need to... <laughs> or 
And other than people in London, because you have such a diverse city, yeah, everybody gets a bit stagnant. And I'm just like, just just see life. Like, there's more to just the, yeah. the, the, the road that you've lived on all your life. There's more to just that friend down the road. Like, go and learn about yourself, learn about other people, other cultures. And that's when we get empathy. That's when we like, old man. Empathy, empathy, baby. Right, Montana, we're back. Last one. Your last oh, one. Oh, okay. I I thought I thought of one and then I lost it. So it's lost. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> at any point, let us know. What would my constituency be called? Yeah. What um, I might just call it empathy, innit? Innit? Go on. If you're not empathetic, you can't come. Go on, go on. Empathy town. Empathy, empathy only. Empathy. <laughs> empathy. So wait, empathy. we've got empathy. Empathy. Only. Empathy. Loud ten. ten. On ten, let's see. Empathy on ten. What was yours on ten? <laughs> Gaza. Gaza. Gaza forever. In that voice, though, everybody Gaza has set in that voice. Gaza forever. Gaza forever. So this is my last last question. So if you two, right, were in a general election, and you had to convince people to vote for you, in just wow, make it one sentence. But I know Dina will probably be like five. But like, what would be the reason why people should vote for you instead of Montana? Dear my fellow people, I'm here today to address the nation for my votes. I feel as though I am the right candidate for this role because I bring the vibes everywhere. I bring the energy and I will always be thinking about you guys and trying to make everybody happy. I feel as though this is a great way to live and that's the reason why I should be your next what is it? Prime Minister. Prime President. Minister. Oh, wait, Prime Minister. Lol. <laughs> okay, and now over to you, Montana. Uh, vote for me because I have empathy. <laughs> Shame, she took No, you are gone. <laughs> Excuse me. No, you're off the table. You can't just set what? You're, you're moving the, like a real... You know what, though? You're moving like a real MP. You're just actually taking people's shit. What, what's, the, what's, the, uh, what's that word when... You, um, no. What's the word when you're in uni and you, you, you can't copy people's words? What's it called? Trade plagiarism. Plagiarism. There you go. Plagiarism. plagiarism. Uh, uh, no, excuse me. <laughs> All right, excuse come back me. one more time. You a whole lot of nothing. you got to come again, Mon. We no. Okay, after I mean, you, after you. MPs do anyway. Matter me. I, no, it was just between you two, but all right, all right, all right. Yeah, what's yours? You Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, cats, dogs, for the mothers, the fathers, the aunties, the uncles, if you want somebody who truly cares about you, truly cares about you, who hears you, feels you, empathises with you, as I have my constituency, empathy, join me as we bridge the gap between age, race, <laughs> We want it all. We all want to mix and blend and live in harmony and turn up on the four-day weekend. That is it. Period. Period. Vote for me. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come we've now. got a ghetto prime minister over there. Okay, are you ready for these bars? One, two, a one, two, three, four. Hateration, holleration. We don't want that in a nation. If you want empathy, then don't vote for them dummies. Yeah. 
I'm done. That's it. We want a prime minister. We don't want a prankster. So Isn't thank it? you, but no thank you. I, don't, about... I already don't trust you. Sorry, I don't feel like I'm my I don't feel like there'll be lights in my house and gas in my yard. Isn't no, it? I don't trust you. Listen, You're too playful. Listen, they would see <laughs> because I'm playing. Playful. You know what? You look. Like, live too serious of a life you see because <laughs> listen the unicorns will vote for me wow let them maybe you know what maybe people can let us know who would you vote for let us know oh, yeah true let, let us know family. let us know oh, yeah. recommendations of the week yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay well <laughs> <laughs> recommendations of the week Dina what do you recommend for us right so I kind of mentioned it earlier and that's why I had to stop Ali in her tracks um my recommendation of the week is to watch um David Letterman's my next guest needs no introduction he's just brought out another series mm. with uh Tiffany Haddish wait is that this one yeah no 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 Lizzo Kim Kardashian oh yeah Tiffany Haddish I think and Robert no, I can't remember the guy's name. The guy who plays the Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. That's it. That's the guy. So, yeah, um, watch them. There's loads more as well. Like I said, I think Tiffany Haddish has done one. Kanye West has done one. Um, there's been Bear People. He, it's really good. He's got a really good interview style. Like, he's very, mm. it's like, um, he's very straightforward, like, quite awkward style. So, it's, it's, you get, and he usually gets a lot. Dave Chappelle, that's another person yeah. who's on it as well. He gets, um, yeah, he gets cool. like deep things out of people because he's obviously he's a vet in this game and he's been around for years. So it's a good interview. Um, I always really like them. So I would recommend to watch it if you've not watched before. It's literally on Netflix. It's really good. So any, any interviews, like he said, man, they need no introduction, like massive people. Lewis Hamilton's been on it. So yeah, I would recommend to watch that. Recommendation of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Mine is two organizations that I want people to check out. So the first is Operation Black Vote. I discovered them this year. So it's a non-profit organization. Um, they just seek to address persistent race inequalities in areas such as education, health, and employment. Um that founder and director is Lord Woolley. Um, I saw a talk with him actually a couple of weeks ago and he was just amazing. And then the other um, group I'd like people to check out is the Feminist Coalition, the Young Nigerian Feminists that formed uh, July this year. And they've been doing a lot um, in regards to NSARS. Mm. I've just recently learned about them and I just think they're amazing doing what they're doing. And they're so young. So it's free. Check them out. They're on social media. And that is mine. I saw that. That's amazing. I saw them. Mm. Their page is really good as well. Very informative. Oh, yeah. That sounds really mm-hmm. um, interesting, actually. Okay. So, my recommendation of the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my recommendation of the week is just for the people who have um, innies, belly buttons, innies or any outies, um, clean, clean your belly button. Clean it. <laughs> it's important so, so it. i had a as a child i had a hernia so i had a, a huge belly button it's like i had a like i had a willy on my belly button and i loved it basically and then because oh i got God. bullied i asked them i said mommy cut it off so we went to the hospital they cut it off and the doctor gave me one dodgy belly button and so this this dodgy belly button 
the the way he sold it, it just it collects it collects a whole lot of things. I don't get belly button fluff, and it doesn't smell or anything because I clean it regularly. No, 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 it doesn't. But it, but it, it collects a lot of stuff, so mm, it could. So when I stick my 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 exfoliating glove in there, uh, you know, I can see the the. It turns colour, which sounds disgusting. Sorry, TMI. But that's why you should clean your belly button. And every so often, I get some hydrogen peroxide on a little um, earbud thing, and I just swab inside there to keep like keep the germs at bay and whatnot. Because you can get inf- that's why people get belly button fluff. So if you don't want your belly button to smell like earring backs, and if you don't want your earring backs to smell like earring backs, get some hydrogen peroxide, it. put it on there, and that doo doo smell will go away. So recommendation. <laughs> clean your belly button you're nasty just clean isn't it? and that's, that's me yeah just clean i love it <laughs> all right wow <laughs> I, it was not wise actually. i'll give you that um yeah <laughs> okay guys that's been us thank you for listening we really appreciate y'all and we'll see you next week it's been me alia me montana and me dina and we're signing out peace bye hasta luego Thank you.